Hello and welcome to the Brain Drop Podcast, a show all about puzzles, riddles, mysteries, and games. I'm your host, Brian Hobbs. So to start with, let's review our previous week's puzzles and we'll see what the answers are. Solution one. First puzzle was how quickly things escalate. You are in a mall with your family and you and your brother are going to race to the second floor and back. You uh, can choose your method, either the up escalator, the down escalator, or the stairs. Whatever you choose, you have to go both up and down on that selection. You're about the same speed going both up and down stairs, but you're slightly faster going downstairs. Which should you choose? This was a pretty tricky one. Uh, We had some guesses, and some people noted correctly that taking the up escalator would be better than taking the down escalator. Uh, First, since you're slightly slower going upstairs, it's better to let the up escalator boost your speed going up, and you can use the slightly faster speed to go against the current, as it were. Plus, practically speaking, if you take the up escalator, you're climbing fewer stairs, which expends more energy than descending. The problem is, you know what's what's better than an escalator? Um, Well, a lot of things, really, like maybe even this podcast. Braindrop. It's better than an escalator. But also, in this case, the stairs. Something helpful in problems like these is taking um, unspecific ideas and making them concrete with specific examples. So let's say, for example, that the escalator goes up at 3 miles an hour, and you aren't terribly athletic, so you run up and down stairs at 3.001 miles an hour, You choose the up escalator, and your brother, who runs at the exact same speed as you, takes the stairs. That means that on your way up the escalator, you're going about 6 miles an hour, which is roughly twice the speed as your brother, so you get to the top when he's only about halfway up the stairs. Sounds good, sounds like you have a head start, but now you turn around and start heading down. Your speed minus the escalator's speed puts you at a relative speed of .001 miles an hour, So your brother gets to the top of the stairs, he turns around, he heads back down the stairs, rejoins your family, they all go to the food court for a hot dog on a stick, they forget you were there with them, and they leave, and all the while you're still running down the escalator, and the mall closes, and a couple of burglars break in, and you have to set some homemade traps for them, and that is my screenplay for Home Alone 7, Lost in the Mall. So, in short, it turns out that even if your speed is significantly greater than the escalator, the amount of time you seem to gain by going with the escalator is less than the time you lose by going against the escalator. And uh, that's basically because you spend more time going the slower speed than you do the faster speed. So if you want to win, take the boring stairs. I actually have a follow-up to this puzzle, and I'm going to share that now. Consider it something of uh, of a bonus puzzle. It's pretty math-oriented, so if that's your cup of tea, then listen up. If that's really not your cup of tea, then, um, you know, hold on just a minute. Maybe you can listen to some birds and uh, maybe a river. And I'll play a little guitar here. Okay, here it is. So the specific answer to this puzzle depended on your going about the same speed both up and down. But let's say that this escalator racing became a major worldwide children's sporting event. Lots of kids participate. Some run quite a bit faster going down than up. Some even run faster going up than down. 
and for each race, the speed of the escalator might get set to a different speed, from maybe a slow crawl to fast enough to launch kids into orbit. So you, being the founder of the event, have taken on a coach role for other kids. They can still choose either the up escalator, the down escalator, or the stairs. If all you know for a particular race is how fast their up and down speeds are, and how fast the escalators are going, you could just run a formula each time for the stairs and the escalators, but uh, you don't have a calculator or paper or anything like that with you. So is there a quick way to look at their speeds and the escalator speed and come up with which one they should take? All right, I'm going to leave that one there. I don't uh, plan to give the answer next week. I'll just let it sit. But if you feel inclined to find the answer, send it to puzzles at braindroppodcast.com. And when and if it gets solved, I'll give it a mention. Solution two. Second puzzle last week was a riddle. The British want more of me. The Americans want to lose me. And your pets want to stay away from me. What am I? We uh, had a few correct answers to this one, so good job. The answer is pounds, or or a pound, or the word pound, I don't know. The grammar's a little tricky there, but the British want more pounds because that is their unit of money. I assume they want more money. I didn't ask them. I'm guessing human nature is still in play across the pond. Uh, Americans want to lose pounds because that is their measurement of weight. I'm sure some Brits want to lose weight as well, but uh, in kilograms which is smart because then you don't have to lose as many. And your pets want to stay away from the pound. They've all seen Lady and the Tramp and they know that's just not where they want to be. Solution three. All right, puzzle three was a lateral thinking puzzle. As a reminder, these are not necessarily meant to be solved on your own with no help, though in some cases a flash of insight may lead you to a correct guess. And there are some easier ones from time to time but they are often solved with one person knowing the answer and others asking yes or no questions to that person until the answer is found. So last week's puzzle was created by uh, lateral thinking puzzle aficionado Stephen Wirt. Thank you, Stephen, for letting me share your puzzle. It's titled Circular Logic. Ariel is a government employee. Several times a week, she checks for circles. If she finds a circle, she issues a fine to someone who probably had nothing to do with the circle. Explain. For this first one, I sat down with my wife, Laura. <laughs> All I can think of is crop circles. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not it. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, is it traffic related? No. Okay. Are the circles related to people doing something illegal? No. Uh, no. But the but people I mean, make the, the circles. Well, the the fine she does issue a fine, so I guess there's a certain, you know, level of you're not supposed to do it enough to warrant a fine. But I mean, it's not like a crime. Are the circles made by people? Yes. Are they big circles? Um, that, that are is they a bigger, relative term, they, but no, I generally I would say no. Are they bigger than a person? No. Are they bigger than a bread box? No. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Are they filled in circles? 
or just a like a a drawn circle just a drawn circle yeah not filled in is it a test no does ariel watch people make the circles no do people know that ariel is going to see their circles later not probably not the those who made the circles. Uh, those who got the fines. Yeah, probably. Are the circles drawn, like with a pen on paper? Yes. Is it the circle that people get in trouble for, or is it what the circle is around? They're getting in trouble for drawing a circle at all. Oh, well... Okay, is it graffiti? No. Oh. I mean, well, right, you said it's pen and yeah, paper. Pen on paper. But it's not a test. Uh, no. Is it only circles or other things as well? Uh, they would get in trouble for anything, but circles are probably are the most likely thing to appear. <laughs> is it also underlining? Uh, no. So they're not getting fined for like... Drawing in library books. They are doing, yes, they are. They're getting fined for drawing in library books. Mm -hmm. Is it a specific kind of library book? Well, just think about the question again. Ariel is a librarian. <laughs> yes. If she finds a circle, she issues a fine to someone who probably had nothing to do with the circle. Oh, it's a... <laughs> it's a child's look and find, and the child circled the... Yes. <laughs> Things in the look and find. That's it. And she finds the parent. Yes. yes. Yep. Ariel is a school librarian. The library stocks wears Waldo books. Whenever a child circles Waldo on the page, the book is removed from circulation and the child's parents are billed for a replacement. So there you go. Thanks again, Stephen. Uh, we've gotten a lot of Waldo books from the library before. Fortunately, we haven't had that particular problem. But uh, similarly... Because the pages are kind of big and the newer copies have all these little flaps and things on them, uh, it just ends up becoming a shredded paper mess by the time our kids are done with them. It's almost like a second challenge, like, you found Waldo, now see if you can piece all this confetti back together. And so we do, and we tape it back up with scotch tape the best we can. I mean, sometimes there's two Waldos on one page and none on another, but it's close enough. Then we slip that Frankenstein's Waldo back into the return box. Show up next time with our library card and see if we've hit the library fine jackpot. So far, nothing, but it is the government, so they may still be working on it. Okay, again, that was from Stephen Wirt. The puzzle was originally posted on the forum at lateralpuzzles.com, so if you're uh, into those like I am, you can hop on over there and check it out. You can set and solve lateral thinking puzzles. So that's it for Revisiting the Past. On to the future for today's puzzles. Puzzle one. <laughs> Mr. E. Name a word that starts with E and has only one letter in it. Once, <laughs> Once again, name a word that starts with E as an elephant and has only one letter in it. Puzzle 
one giant spa for mankind. Okay, word puzzle time. I've got four words I'm going to give you in just a second, and your goal is to figure out one different word that you can attach either to the beginning or the end of each word on the list to form four new words. So if I gave you the words mail, M-A-I-L, and whole, H-O-L-E, the answer would be man, because with it you can make the words mailman and manhole. So your words are act, A-C-T, spa, S-P-A, one, O-N-E, kind, K-I-N-D. Find one additional English word that can attach either to the beginning or end of each word on that list. Again, the words are act, spa, one, kind. Unless you were able to write them down, it can be hard to remember four random words. So maybe a mnemonic will help. Imagine you're at the grand opening of a huge health resort, and after the director cuts the ribbon, he says, that's one small act for man, one giant spa for mankind. One act spa kind. Uh, The other thing I think I failed to mention last episode is that if you need a refresher on any of the puzzles, you can visit the website at braindroppodcast.com. You will find them there in written form. You can also uh, send in answers directly from there as well. Puzzle 3 Doc, I've got tremors. Here's the lateral thinking puzzle for this week, once again written by Stephen Wirt. After a major earthquake, a doctor enters his office to find some of his property, for which he had paid tens of thousands of dollars, ruined and lying among twisted metal and broken glass. Although he is uninsured, he is not particularly upset. Why? One more time, after a major earthquake, a doctor enters his office to find some of his property for which he had paid tens of thousands of dollars, ruined and lying among twisted metal and broken glass. Although he is uninsured, he is not particularly upset. Why? Uh, The answer, of course, is that tens of thousands of dollars is pocket change to a doctor. All right, next puzzle. No, I'm kidding. I just wanted to troll some doctors I know. Okay, that's it for this week. Again, you can visit the website at braindroppodcast.com for a refresher on the week's puzzles, as well as puzzles from previous episodes. You can send in your solutions, or suggest a puzzle for a future episode, or tell me how annoying my voice is by sending an email to puzzles at braindroppodcast.com. We also have a Braindrop Facebook page where you can connect with us, and I will release clues for the lateral thinking puzzles throughout the week as well, if that interests you. Special thanks to Jeff Moore for some of the music, including what you're listening to right now. Finally, please subscribe to the podcast and rate and review the podcast as well. Thanks to those who've already done that. That's a huge help. I'm your host, Brian Hobbs. We will see you next week. I won't see you. I'm talking to a microphone in a closet. <laughs>